And just like that, another Wednesday. What's up, Kim? <laughs> exactly. We're going back. On? Uh, not much. Just kind of hanging out. I uh, was getting some work done today, and uh, you know, doing doing my thing. How you been? Good. Huh? Busy as I'm busy as always. This is like literally, you know, my daughter went back to school last week, but they were all mm-hmm. half days. I'm like, man. I wish I had that life when I was in school, but this is like right. their official, like first week, like fully back to school. And I'm like, score. I don't have to be like be home now until like three o'clock. I'm like, do you know how much more money I can do with her coming <laughs> home later? <laughs> yep. So my son with his new school has longer hours. So it's uh, waking up a little later and then he comes home a little later. So it works out well. Nice. My way to so, call is still 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, not so much with mine. It's it's nice. And you know, as as the kids kind of level up, you know, the the perks get bigger and bigger. So, it's uh it's awesome. What's up, Serge? Uh so I am excited for today's show. Uh we had actually put this out there on one of our early shows. We had talked about a driver from Hawaii uh a few months back at this point who was making six figures driving in paradise. So we put it out to the community, like, hey, if anybody knows how to get in touch with this gentleman, have him reach out. I went as far as contacting uh, some of the media to see if they could put me in touch with them, and uh, we had no such luck. However, when we went to Denver, we came walking into this uh, conference room, and he was standing right there. So the stars aligned, and we were. uh, The stars aligned, and we are very grateful to have this gentleman with us today, uh, Boots uh, from Hawaii. Uh, we're going to have a killer conversation on how he earns a six-figure income doing gig work. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, Tony Shu, the CEO of DoorDash, uh, saying that it might be a better option to pick up your own groceries rather than to order them through a gig app and have a Dasher shop for them. So that should be an interesting conversation. We're going to show another crazy order. Those are those are fun to kind of analyze and, and dissect. Uh, Kim and I sometimes agree, sometimes we don't. So this should be an interesting one. And we have a, a tiebreaker today, so that should be should be an interesting conversation on that one. Uh, we are going to discuss football season strategy and whether football season actually makes a difference in our income. Uh, we're going to talk about what Uber may have in the works for drivers moving forward. Could they be the new task rabbit? Uh, we're also going to talk about a driver once again who got caught doing something naughty on camera. So quite a packed show. And of course, we're going to wrap it up with some of the funnies. So Kim, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? Absolutely. I'm going to put up the slide so we don't forget the slide first. So, Oh, right. We are welcoming to our show, Boots. And I always mix up Hawaii Dasher and Driver in his <laughs> title, but it is Dasher Life Hawaii. Hopefully I got that correctly. Um, I'm so super excited to have this conversation just because he has such a hustler mentality. So I can't wait to really pick his brain and see how he's accomplishing everything he's accomplishing. So anyway, without further ado, let's bring us back up. And we're going to bring Ron back in. How are What's you going on, friend? man? What's going on? Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity for being on this show. 
it's it was great to have you. We were we were stoked to meet you in Denver. That was uh, you know, talk about a crazy coincidence. You know, trying to trying to put it out there to the community. Like, please get us in touch with this gentleman. And then we walk yeah. in, and there you are. And I had heard Pedro. I had heard Pedro talking about you guys, but I I was like moving around. And I'm like I wanted to meet all you guys, and I was, didn't even know that was Kimmy. I was actually talking to before you walked up. Right on. That's when it that's when it all happened. Like man, this is this is just uh, it was a lot to intake, a lot, and it was like overwhelming some some parts of it. But I was excited because I wanted to learn a lot from so many different people. For sure. So I, tell us, go ahead. Go ahead, Kim. No, I was going to say, just real quick, I just think the funny part about meeting you in Denver was I was talking to Bentley and you were standing right there and you're like, hi, I'm Ronald. And you started, he's like, you're like, I'm Hawaii. And like, it didn't even like click in my brain whatsoever. And then we started talking. He's like, you know, like I'm the one in all the articles. Oh, I think we lost. Oh, what happened? Hold on. There we go. Okay. Oh, there we are. Um, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. I said we were trying to get a hold of you for the longest time. So I felt like it yeah. felt like it was like complete full circle. <laughs> it's all Jacob's fault. It's all Jacob's fault. <laughs> he never told me it was the number one business paper in the world. They never told me that. Or else I would have never did it. I would have never did it. It gets kind of interesting when you start dealing with the media. Yeah. They, they can, I, I didn't think it was, I just thought it was a mom and pop paper. Nobody was going to read it and I was just going to go about my day. And, uh, no, nah, that didn't quite happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, can you tell us how that even like came about? Um, I was like, I have, I, I kept seeing a lot of things that like, okay, DoorDash is trash, gig work is trash. I can't make any money. And this one particular article uh, Uber driver, he was also doing DoorDash. Was like, well, I only accept three percent of my offers, and um, I struggle to make a hundred dollars a day. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because the math not mathing, right? And I'm like, in my theory, for every four hours you work, you should make a hundred dollars. So, but he was only basically cherry picking to get the best offers, and I'm just like, it not so. I read the article and I'm commenting on it and I started to write him and it didn't, you know, I put it to the side and then, you know, my, my honey was like, we went through a little disagreement and she contacted him and he kept emailing me, but I never knew like, and I was getting kind of irritated because internet scam, scam likely we get scam calls on the apps anyway. So when we were talking and she was like, look, I don't know what you're going to do with the information, but here you go. And I'm like, what did you do? She was like, I told him your story needed to be out there. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Three months we worked on it and it dropped. I didn't even know it came out because it was supposed to come out on a Wednesday. It came out on a Sunday. I was working. My phone was going off, but I didn't know what it was. And when I looked at my message on Facebook, I saw my face. I'm like, what the? <laughs> And the money wasn't even supposed to be put on the front page, but it did. And it went from there. So talk to us about how you got into gig work. What, what motivated you to take your first order to get activated on your first app? My cousin and my auntie. Okay. Um, I was actually doing Instacart and 
I was working Instacart, plus I had a, a, a mobile auto repair service that I was doing. But to supplement a little bit, because automotive is a mental game, is more mental than really physical. And I was like, you know what? I w- I've been doing this so long, and I'm stressed out a little bit about doing I need another option. So I started doing Instacart, and I'm doing it. He like, uh, you should do DoorDash. No, you can't make no money doing DoorDash. That was, that was my first opinion. You can't no make no money picking up orders, $5, $10. You can't do it. So he like, do Instacart, do Instacart. And he was like, no, nah, my auntie showed me what she made in a week. I was like, wait a minute, let me try it. First day I went out, I made 500 bucks. Now, mind you, I was doing Instacart, and I had made, I had just made $500 for a week. I was like, this math ain't mathing, so let me go ahead and do DoorDash. So ever since then, I started doing DoorDash. Like, and then at the progression of it, I was in it at the height of COVID. So when you turn the app on, it was nothing to make a lot of money. In one day, you could have $150 less than an hour. So when that went away, I had to learn to adjust. And my, I'm telling my cousin, if I do this amount, I'll want, I'll make this amount. And all I wanted to make was six grand a month. That's it. And that was helping me supplement what I was already making doing the automotive. And it just went, kept growing. My goals kept going because I was crushing the like, okay, I'll make 250 and then boom, I'm making 350. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is easy. I barely see anybody and I'm making money. Why not do it? That's and fair. I was doing that, I was doing that back in Michigan. So before I even came to Hawaii, I still was putting up numbers in Michigan. And of course, you know, you can't make that kind of money. You can't do that doing that. Listen. I'm telling you, I can do it, and I'm doing it. And when I'm showing people I'm doing it, of course, you know, it's not true. Like, well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but I can't lie about this. This is real easy, and you can do it too. But a lot of people don't want to take the time out to either evolve or put a little dedication into something now to where you can play hard or, or work less late. So did you hit a point where you realized, holy shit, I'm making six figures? I didn't know I made six figures to I to Jacob asked for proof. Okay. And when he because my whole goal was for to make six figures this year. I knew I made some money last year, and I knew I made some money in twenty in two thousand and twenty one, but I didn't know what it was. In 2021, I, I knew what it was, but 2022, I didn't know because, like I say, at that time, my brother was going through stage four cancer, so I was Ooh. taking every other Friday. I was taking every other Friday off to be with him to go to chemo appointment, and then I took ten weeks off. So I'm like, you know, I didn't. I never thought it was 114. I'm like, it's probably 80, close to 70, 80 thousand, somewhere around there, and once I got the number back from Jordan, I'm like, hold on, y'all have the wrong person. This they like, is this? And they like, no. I'm, they like, is this you? I'm like, yes. Do, do you? Yes. That's everything is lining up. And they like, well, those are your numbers. I'm like, how? You know. And then I thought about it, like, okay, maybe this way, that way. I'm like, what for? Oh, oh, like I was supposed to do that next year. And then he. I gave him that. He was like, I need more proof. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and get 20. I'm going to go back and get 2021. 
And when I seen 21, I'm like, y'all still got the wrong person. So you mean in the last two years, I made this? And he was like, yeah. And the support agent was like, um, I got to ask you, are you a robot? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm a human being. <laughs> uh, this is real. This is me. I'm, he was like, how do you do that? I was like, I'm, I mean, it's easy, really. Not really more. It's a physical easy. Sometimes it's a mental stress. You know, the mental stress is, okay, do I go to the beach or do I stay working? Go to the um, beach. Do I, do I go shopping? <laughs> do I go shopping? Or and do I, I mean, it's so those things come in play or am I going to sit here and wait for this order? Yeah, it got a plus sign behind it. It can only be a quarter, but you know, so those things come in play. And like, if you arguing with your family, if you arguing with anybody, I suggest you don't come out here because that, that, that behavior is going to display in your, in your work. And I try to minimize more, more the distractions that I have much as I can. And it's been working out for me. So, so one of the I things. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I have 5,000 like, questions. I'm like, Go ahead. <laughs> So I feel like you have like such like a hustler mentality. Like I need to like go out. I need to make my money. We were talking about goals behind and I'll let you talk about what your goals are every day. Cause I think that's really important, but like, what is your strategy like going into like, I guess every single day, is it taking as many orders as you can? Is it looking for the highest dollar? Like, what is your strategy when you go out to make your goals every day? And what are your goals every day? Uh, well, my strategy first is get when I get up in the morning, I try to pack my patient. I try to visualize what the day is going to be. Um, it's not always easy. You don't always meet the same people. And you run into somebody that may have a bad morning and it if you're not careful, it'll rub off on you and it can ruin your whole day. So with the and and I always make sure I don't have the entitlement attitude because I'm not entitled to anything out here, you know. So with those things, I'll go out, I'll, you know, I'll turn the app on because before I even leave my apartment. I used to live further away at my brother's house before I moved into town. And I would turn it on and, and dash along the way. But now that I'm in town, I just turn it on in the apartment. And it's always going to be within the five places, Denny's, the, uh, the bakery, Starbucks, McDonald's, or um, Safeway. So those are normally what's going to come through. More so Denny's and McDonald's and Starbucks than anything. And once that happens, I check my miles to money ratio. If my monster money ratio meets my requirement, I'm going to take that order. Uh, then I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to deliver it. Nine times out of ten, that early, I'm not seeing no one. If I if I come up to the house, I'm not ringing the doorbell. I'm not knocking. I'm not making any noise that early just in case they may have a sleeping baby or they may have a dog that, you know, might want to, you know, play Cujo and, 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 leave, and bother me. So I do the best I can take the picture and I'm going to the next order. First my goals, first my goals is um my first goal of the day is hitting two before two, which I mean two two hundred dollars before two o'clock. Once I get to that goal, I know in my market between two fifteen to three forty five, it go it go Casper. So it goes ghost 
And, you know, it goes from getting five, six orders an hour to maybe getting one, possibly two orders an hour. And it gets real slim. A lot of people will stop and go and regroup, but that to me is filler money. So I'm filling in my gap, leading me into my evening goal, which is the number $200 into the, the dinner rush. So that, that, that's how I really progress in out my day. And like I say, every four hours that I work, I, I'm going to make a hundred dollars. I'm, it, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's fact, but that's just my logic and my fact and what I came up with. That's why it says I work 16 hours a day. Every day I don't work 16. I can do it depending on how the orders are flowing that day. And with the help of the large order program, being top dasher, the pizza program, the catering program, the, the grocery program, all those programs also help me along the way to get to my goals every day. So you said two things that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, what what time do you start in the morning and what is your dollar dollar per mile ratio? My dollar per mile ratio, if, if I'm going anywhere between one to five miles, I have to get a dollar, dollar fifty a mile. That is just the way it is because I drive an SUV. The second mm-hmm. um, thing is if I'm going anything five and a half to six miles over, it has to be between two dollars and two to uh two fifty a mile. So those are things I have to get. Else it's not even worth me going, especially like I say, driving an SUV as one of my main vehicles. And um what was the second part? Uh what time you start in the morning? Oh, I, well I get up at about four o'clock and Ooh. I used to get up at four thirty when my alarm went off, but now I'm programmed to get up at four. And I'll like when I get up, I'll get ready in about uh four fifteen, four twenty. Um, I'll hit the I'll turn the app on and hit hit the button. Even though I'm already scheduled, I'll just turn it on just to um see what's out there. And no sooner, probably three to five minutes after I turn it on, it's pinging with my first order, my first offer. Okay. So you started kind of during the lockdowns too, or you were in it when we were all locked down. What was, are you, okay, really quick, actually, first, are you in uh, Waikiki? Are you in Honolulu? I live in Waikiki um, and basically the island of Oahu. So the island is known as Oahu, um, Waikiki, uh, uh, Honolulu, and our two counties inside of Oahu. So, so what happened? At, uh, sorry, what what happened during the lockdowns? Like, I'm assuming the tourism kind of actually it didn't. Really, it didn't. It didn't. But okay. then, and the thing about the the thing about it was before um once it was locked down, long as you have your uh, vaccination card or proof of vaccination you were able still to move around the island and the tours that couldn't move around the island, they were ordered. We couldn't take it to their room, but we also, we would go to the leave it either at the bell desk or at the front desk and someone would take it to them. So that's what, that that's what a no contact delivery came was a better play for us. Uh, And also like, 
when it was locked down, we if you didn't have the vaccination or you had your car, you couldn't go at some point they implemented September 13, 2021. I know because it was it was actually today, <laughs> three days before my birthday. So I know I was kind of mad because I had reservations. But um they implemented that you couldn't sit down in a restaurant, but you can come in there and stand around for 15 minutes and wait for an order. Which didn't kind of make sense to me, but that's, those were the rules. <laughs> those, those were the rules of it all. And actually, the tourists, the tourism didn't die down. It it wasn't as busy as it is now, but it was still busy. And everyone says my market, right? Everybody. It's expensive to live in Hawaii. It's this to live in Hawaii. People, it, it, right? Okay, I get it. I understand that part of it, right? Market still don't, doesn't, in my opinion, the market doesn't make you. You make the market because it's people here with me watching me do this and still telling me I'm not doing it, right? We're in the same market. How can I do it in the market that's oversaturated and not making the money and you're right here, right alongside of me um, they some of them just walk past me, and how can I flourish and you can't? So the market doesn't make me. Wherever I go, I set a goal. When I went to Denver, never been to Denver, never been to Colorado. I made a goal of two hundred dollars. I set that goal. I've set it before I got there. I was on live. I did videos about it. I made my two hundred dollars when I got to Denver. So I have and, a question. So since you know, you get a lot of flack, I'm assuming, because people think you're in Hawaii and you're making $100,000. So if you can give any driver, DoorDash driver out there in the world, a piece of advice to even make more than what they're currently making, like, what's that one piece of advice that you would give them? I mean, I'm going to take a page off Pedro's book, Bet on Yourself. If you're willing to, like, it's just like going to a W-2, right? You go to a W-2, you make 100000 Everybody like, whoa, congratulations. Are, is your job hiring? They don't question it, right? And they don't question the taxes. They don't question the gas you spend. They don't question the miles you put on your car. They don't question any of that. Why? Because that's the standard American way. That's, that's the normal, right? That's what everybody's agreeing to. But when you do it on a gig app or in a hustle, it's not possible. So it's not possible. What's the difference? My W two say I made a hundred. You don't question it, but when I show, when I tell you I made a hundred, oh no, you can't do that. And don't get me wrong, when I before I started doing this, I had the same mentality. I had the same mentality, but I bet on myself. I bet on myself when I started my mobile artery. Everyone said you. I flourished at it. I still go back to it. You chances make right. You take a chance on yourself. Look, even if you fail, I tried it, right? I tried it, and no one can take that from you. Um, no, nobody can take the fact that you actually tried to do it and accomplish the goal of it. And most of the drivers, so, I mean, I'm look, most of them. Now, I ain't gonna say most. Some of them are assholes. They don't want. I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, use the word. No, no, some of good. them are Richards, you know. They don't they don't want to believe poop stink, you know what I'm saying? And you can 
you can show them, you can show them the proof, and they still gonna say, "No, the thing is, I'm paying you guys to be on your show. Um, it's a fluff piece for DoorDash. I'm a robot. Um, it's all the all the things that are out there, and with the proof and the knowledge, you know, like the information I sent you, Kimmy. If you wanted to use it, I had no problem, right? But yeah. you've seen it." For yourself to say, wait a minute, this guy, this guy not lying. And it's just the same thing as about Jacob. You know, he asked me for the proof, and I was surprised. I was surprised yeah, at hey, what I, I did myself. Like, you know, I never question anybody's uh, yeah. income because you know, the thing is, is right. I would like to think we all like to go out, we all like money. We might have a different way of doing it, a different mentality, but in order, in my opinion, in order to make you know, what you're making, like you have to go out and you have to hustle. You have to take order after order after order. And I think what really impressed me is behind the scenes, what you said, tell everybody how many orders per day on an average you do. About 43. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a lot of orders. So, all right. I've seen some comments <laughs> that I wanted to address here really quick uh, you know there's a lot of people saying it's not possible in their market and you know maybe if you live in a market where it's just instacart and like doordash and you got two thousand people in your market yeah maybe it's not possible in your market but i'm in a market of about a hundred thousand people and let me tell you if you wanted to work like ronda's you could you could do six figures in my market with a hundred thousand people like it's it's possible the thing about it, they don't, they're looking at the large number, right? But the, the number of 114 is minuscule. It's minuscule mm. number because they give a, they give a million dollars away on a game show. So it, I have a, I have a cousin, right? Um, he, he's been working at the plant for over 10 years, more than 10 years, 10 years plus, probably 20 some years or whatever. And I know within those 10 years, he's made over a hundred thousand. So if you take 10 years at 100,000, what is it? 10,000. No, 10 years, 100,000. Oh, oh, uh, a million. million. I told him he's a millionaire, Sorry. right? I told him he's a millionaire. He says, I'm not a millionaire. I said, why not? You made a million dollars in 10 years. You just haven't seen it all. And most people look at the bigger number. If you take $318, if this is working seven days a week. If you take $318 seven days a week for 52 weeks, you'll be at 106000 and some pennies. Well, not pennies, but some change. At $318 a day for seven days a week, 52 weeks. If you, they can pull the calculator out. And if so, yeah. just think. Go ahead. Now to say, do you ever, I'm just thinking of you working seven days a week, sometimes 16 hours, sometimes eight hours, depending on how quickly you get to your goal. Like, right. what do you do when you get like burnt out? Like, do you get burnt out? And do, what do you do when you get burnt out? Do you just say, nope, I'm not working today. I need to sleep. Like, how do you keep yourself safe working that amount of hours? If I get burnt out, I'm going to say, find somebody else to do it. <laughs> That's just the bottom line. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. You know, that's the beauty of doing this. You don't have to turn the app on. You don't have to push that button and say dash now or whatever you're doing, Uber, Grubhub. You don't have to work the app. No one's forcing you to do it. Only thing is we train ourselves to make the money. And if you, if we know as well as anybody else know, if you're doing it for a time, if you don't work, you don't work. You don't make any money. That's it. Right. You know, yeah. and if it, it, it's, 
this, I'm not even going to say I burnt myself out doing this. It's fun. I'm having fun, right? I burnt myself out being a mechanic. That burnt me out because it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't fun to where you pull up to somebody's place and they don't want to pay you for your time and your knowledge. It's not about how, if I come to your house and do breaks in 20 minutes and I tell you I need 50 bucks, don't say I did it in 20 minutes. I've learned my way to do that in 20 minutes. So you should pay me for your time. I don't like, and with me, I had a service fee of $25, but guess what? The $25 went to your bill. So you don't owe me 75, you owe me 50. But hmm. you have people, oh, I ain't got it. Can I cash app? You get, no, wait a minute. Should have told me this before I came over here. You know, for sure. You get to a point of, look, I don't want to deal with people no more. I just don't because you're not paying me for my time. You're paying or my knowledge. This is not a side hustle. This is a business. This is a business. So, and, go ahead. No, I was going to say there are actually before we like kind of move on to like our topics today there are two questions that just kind of popped up on the chat i'm gonna have you answer them so the first one is is what kind i'm actually gonna put it up what kind of hot bag setup does boots use <laughs> okay here's my catering bag here's another catering bag my pizza bag um, this is my cup holder. Um, I have a wagon in the back for the grocery shopping. Um, I have a stapler <laughs> for my nighttime. Is a very bright. I mean, must have. That's awesome. That's a must have. Uh, spotlight. Um. I think that's about it. Oh, and if you like this one right here, you know, I never worked at this place, but I've had five GMs try to hire me. This was a gift from a general manager at Papa John's. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's my, um, I have the setup. That's just pretty much my setup. The reason I do the stapler is because I, I look at it like if somebody's bringing me my food, I want to make sure they didn't eat my fries. So I staple the bag closed. And then um, it's just something that I do. I've actually seen another one of the one of my good friends, uh, Chris. He's a um, dasher also. I learned it from him. So it's like, you know, the customer, I'll try to make them feel as comfortable as possible with someone bringing their delivery to them without having to feel like they tampered with. It, that's it's it's a mental thing. That's smart. Yeah. It's a small right. it's a small thing you can do that goes a long way. I like right. that. Okay. So two more uh, questions. Sorry. Do we need to move on? Uh, let's let's roll through them pretty quick. Okay. So quickly answer these next two. Okay. <laughs> How is it affecting your health wise putting in all these hours? Um. Actually, my change of lifestyle. And my eating habits are better now that I, I went, I'm not going to say vegan, but right now all I eat is fruits and vegetables and I make my own juices. So okay. not, not, not eating a sad diet, standard American diet has changed a lot with my health and it's actually gotten better. 
from where it was. Cause you know, I normally eat something and and that's it. Now I um I fast. Uh every hour I try to do 50 push-ups for eight hours a day. Um and plus we are here moving around and a lot of things that we were taught by our parents and grandparents from reading other articles and other things about health, some of them are not always are always true. I mean, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a professional. This is just my fact, my theory, um, myself, my opinion for all the fact checkers out there and all the doctors out there. The way, you know, what I've been reading upon, it's been helping me get through these days. Because if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be able to keep up the way I'm doing it right now. Okay. 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 With that being said, we're gonna, if we have time, we're going to come back to the questions a little later because right now, before we even get started on today's topics, um, today's show is sponsored by Wallet, and we are so super super excited to have them be a sponsor of Money Hungry. With that being said, we're going to play a short video, and then we're going to come back. So. trusted by over 90,000 drivers. We help drivers who need cash advances for paying insurance, vehicle maintenance repairs, gas money, and any of your business-related endeavors. We have an extremely fast application process, allowing you to have your money in 24 hours. It's fast, no impact on your credit score, and no credit checks. We approve your application based on cash flow from your rideshare business. Join Wallet today and never worry about being strapped for cash again. So, All right. Thank you, Wallet, for being today's sponsor. And if you guys are interested in Wallet, the link to get more information and to sign up is in the description of this live. So definitely go check them out. They're pretty awesome. So thank you. Okay. So go ahead, Zach. So. Tony Shu, the CEO of DoorDash recently, got kind of candid about the shopping experience for customers on DoorDash. So he made the statement that it may be better to go and shop for your own groceries rather than to have a Dasher do it. And so as a result, they were, uh, they're, they're trying to implement some changes. So it sounds like you two do a lot more shopping than I do. So I'm, I'm actually going to kind of have you two take the lead on this. And I'll interject my opinions uh, as we go here. Yeah. So Tony says really that he thinks that the shopping experience really isn't what the expectation should be for a lot of its customers. So this article itself, I don't know, maybe I just don't agree with it. And when I was reading it, he said there was three changes coming to shop and deliver is to make it a better experience. And when I looked at these three changes, I'm like, this is nothing new. So I feel like whoever is running the PR for DoorDash is like, hey, let's put us in the positive limelight. Let's come up with three things we already do and put a positive spin on it to make DoorDash look fantastic. And we'll, get, we'll run with it. Like, that's what I felt like when I was reading the article. So 
the three changes were um, SNAP. Um, they're now accepting as payments via EBT or SNAP benefits. That's one of them, which we already know about. Number mm, two it's been is for a while. it's been there for a while. Number mm. two is the alcohol policy. DoorDash is taking its responsibility for safe alcohol delivery, and they're taking it seriously. Um, they've already done that. And then the last thing is is they're getting more vendors. Ooh. So, all right, that, that actually just brings up a question real quick. Uh, do you do alcohol deliveries? No. What about you, Boots? Yes. Okay. I imagine, I imagine in uh, Hawaii that could be a really lucrative uh, type of order. Yes and no. Um, I've had orders that pay me $250. Okay. Um, um, but that's because that was last Christmas. Someone, someone ordered six bottles of Dom Perignon, and uh, they gave me a tip of two fifty. Wow! And then I've had orders that order uh, twenty four cases of Bud Light and give me nothing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it, it, it's just a hit or a miss. <laughs> okay, so uh, I got to be honest here. Out of so I do, I do pretty much all of the apps and. I got to say the experience as a shopper on DoorDash, in my opinion, is better than most of the others. I will take a DoorDash shop and deliver long before I take an Instacart. So I really don't actually think the experience is all that bad. I, I think it maybe has a little bit of room to go with the, uh, like if they could tell what's in stock and what's out of stock and notify the customer, like that would be a, you know, a welcome improvement, but my perspective on this is it's really not that bad of an experience, at least from the driver's side. What, what do you both think? I feel like it's super easy. I do shop and pays all the time on DoorDash. I actually just did one today for $25. It was, I think it was like 24 items. It was a quick shop. It took me 15 minutes and delivered. And in a half hour, I just gained $25. So to me, there are, if you pick them right, they're a good way of making money quickly. But yes, I agree. The app is very easy to use. Um, Uber Eats is pretty easy too now that, you know, substitutions are easier. But yeah, I think they're pretty easy when it comes to that. What do you think? Are... Well, the shopping. Shopping delivery are easy, but you know sometimes you get overwhelmed with them because that's all they've been sending me. But I did one today too. But most of the time, their main issue is who's shopping, and I've discussed that with several people. Like the main issue was first you couldn't scan, then you can't scan, then you got to get to the register, get to the uh, the meat department and put in the weight and all that stuff, but the all the the premise of it and the basis of it is the shopper. The shopper itself, if they don't care about what they're giving you, you're going to get trapped. Everybody doesn't go in and look at the strawberries and see that they're not molded. Look at bread and see that it's not molded. Why? Because it's not their product. So their biggest thing, their biggest problem is not about the shopping itself. It's about who's shopping. That's that's a fair synopsis. Okay. So in your opinion, do you think that they should have a almost like a litmus test for drivers to be able to shop on the platform? Like should they should they require them to pass some sort of a test or, you know, demonstrate that they're you know, for for lack of a 
better term, you know, not a shitty driver. That's that not a shitty driver, but also not a not a stupid. Okay, if you yeah. have a, if you have a if you have a stupid like 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 here, if you have a nineteen year old kid, eighteen year old kid that's never been away from home, and they come to go to college, or they come to get on the app to make some money, some of them don't know a bunch between a single. You know, like mm-hmm. give me five bananas. If you go and look at a five bananas, that's a bunch because most of them come and fly. So they'll go rip off five bananas single and weigh them all. You have to, it's like, it's, it's basically the person who's shopping. It's, they need to make sure it's not a student and make sure it's somebody who actually cares about what they're bringing to the customer. If, if, if find, you're, go ahead. No, what I find interesting, when I did my shop today, they must have done an update because mine had like a couple things of produce and they actually showed good produce versus bad produce. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's new um and they said what to look for and not to look for and they had like a moldy piece of something versus a nice piece of something and i'm like oh look at doordash teaching dashers how to shop as a reminder i'm but like don't, that's a new update. i'm just gonna tell you those updates came from a dasher actually it came from five dash there you go i don't know i don't know i'm just gonna give you that information <laughs> there's definitely something to be said for your experience is going to depend on who you end up with you know i've, yeah, had, yeah. I've had great shoppers i've had some not so great shoppers so yeah. i've had and you know what matter of fact i've had that experience when uh so we have uh fred meyer here we have kroger and you can you can pay just some like nominal fee it's like five bucks or something to have them go and shop the order for you i've recently had uh, two or three occasions where I got something that smelled uh, like putrid that, that the store employee had shot for. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just drivers, right? It, no, you know, like it, it, even with the store employee, most of them are yep. younger, younger kids. They don't care. Like I walk into the store for a shop delivery and sitting right on top is a strawberry container with a molded strawberry right on top. So See, I take I, that, I take that and put it to the side. Um, with strawberries and blueberries and raspberries, you always have to check those because they're most of the time they've been sitting there or they're packed in there so much. The, the ones on the bottom mold and you don't see it until they rotate. Yeah. See, when I do my own personal shopping, if I decide I'll usually do like Walmart pickup or maybe every blue moon, I'll do like an Uber Eats order for Acme or I'll use one of them if they're running a promo. I don't do it very often, but I never do produce. If I'm going to, I'm going to go and do my produce myself because I don't trust anybody, guy, girl, shop, shopper, driver. I'm doing my produce myself. (laughs) So I want to pull up an order and discuss this with you both and and see what the general synopsis is on if you guys will take this. So we have a $93 offer. It's going uh, 9.5 miles. Uh, unfortunately, they covered the name of the store, so we don't actually know what it is. So for the sake of this show, let, let's, let's just store. say, yeah, let's just say it's a grocery store. 75 items. Are you guys taking that? Heck yeah, I am. It depends. <laughs> it depends. Okay. It depends. So let me see. Trying to blow it up. Um yeah, I will have to I will have to be able to look at this to see how many double items on there to see 
if it's actually 75 individual items versus you go get 10, 10 bananas, which drops down the item count, 10 cans of this, 10 cans of that. So I have to actually analyze that before I take it because it's time consuming. Guys, let Even, us know in the chat with a yes or a no, if you guys are taking this or if you're passing on it. Sorry, keep, so, keep going. The, it, the thing the thing about it is like like I said before, we all look at the bigger number, right? Look at that $93. How much time is it going to take you to shop that? And how much time will you actually lose or how much other money would you lose shopping this order? And will they tip? That's just the bottom line. You well, know, at $93, so. they're tipping something. So I'm taking no, the number <laughs> I, I don't know, Kim. I would have agreed with you up until the last couple of months, but I've, I've seen some base pay that's just all wonky. You're so, telling me Dorash would do a $93 base pay? Are you kidding me? I, potentially. Yeah. I, Kim, I've, uh, I, I'll yeah. show you some screenshots that I'm sitting on that that would just be mind-boggling to you. It's yeah. they, They've been doing some weird stuff with the pay. But yeah. I, I think, I don't know, I think that this depends for me on... Um, first of all, where it's picking up from, right? Like if we're talking, this is picking up at, at Safeway, a store I know pretty well, I'm probably going to do it. But if we're talking, it's at a place uh, that's, well, I was going to call them out, but they're like independently owned. So I'm not going to, there's a, a small little chain in my, uh, in my market that, um, you know, mom, mom and pop type of place. And they're out of stock on, on so much shit all the time. It's just a nightmare to walk in there. I think that that is one of those situations where it's more hassle than, you know, than it's paying. So I think, I think if it were a case like that, I'd probably skip it, but well, I mean, okay. Kim, I don't want to, I don't want to go we, in there and okay. waste three hours, four okay, hours of my time. Can we break this down just by time for half a second? Uh, $93. It's 90. What was it? 93, 93 items. Sorry. I'm not like squinting at the screen. 75 items. 75 items, if I know my market or my, you know, grocery store enough, it would take me about an hour half, max two hours. I've done a Walmart shop for 80 items. It took me an hour and 20 minutes. Anyway, besides the point, say it took you the max two hours and the delivery, it's nine, it was at nine miles away. So what? We're talking a 20 minute drive at this point. So let's say two hours all the way around. So for two hours, you wouldn't do $93 worth of work. Are you kidding See, but me? That's, that's two hours for you, Kim. That's not necessarily two hours for me. But I, you're like asking something... me if I would take it. So okay. for me, based off of the time, $93 for two hours, I'm doing this all day long. No, I, I wouldn't take it. And this is just me. I wouldn't take it because I'm thinking about I spent two hours making 93 when I could have spent two hours making 100, making 120, making 150. I'm thinking outside of I'm thinking outside of this one order. I could have probably did four or five more orders that would have paid me way more money than that in that two hours than just this one. So that's how I'm thinking about it. I think it depends on your average dollar per hour based off of your market. My so, average so, dollar per hour is usually twenty-five and it can and it could go up to fifty depending on LOPs and stuff like that. Your well, market is probably higher. I'm let me assuming. let me throw let me throw a wrench at you, man. So what if this happened between uh, what if you got this order, say at like two o'clock on a Tuesday? Would that would that influence your decision at all or are you still passing? Oh me oh me? Yeah. At two o'clock on a Tuesday, I'm not taking that. Okay. I'm not taking that at no, okay. no, no. Right, oh, and, then, and then it depends on where the store is too. 
which I did. Nah, I did learn something else too. Like you don't, you can change locations if it's a chain store. If it's a chain store, like so Safeway, if they put one on the map, you don't have to go to that Safeway. You can go to the closer one. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's sharing I, inside information. Shh. No, I, just, I learned. I know. I learned it from another dasher. Like you know, because they always would send me to this one store that puts me past where I'm going to drive, past the customer's location, and then I have to come all the way back. If it's the same chain, now is I'm only say this. It's with shopping delivers with chain stores, not McDonald's, Burger King, none of that. Because you go to that McDonald's, they're going to say, well, I don't know what you're talking about. With a chain store, you can go to a different store. You don't have to go to the location. You can go to a closer store. Interesting. And your red card won't decline. I will, I, be I, on, I, will be, I will be putting out a video on the actual proof of it. I just haven't put it out. Okay. All right. That's good to know. I, I, Unfor- I, have, it in, I have it in the archives. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. So I want to move on here real quick. Let's Let's... Let's talk about football. In your guys' markets, does football season make a difference? Hugely in mine. Does it? Hugely. I'm in Jets and Giants, right? Like literally right like 40 <laughs> minutes, 50 <laughs> minutes away. <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean make a difference as far as delivery it, or money? Yeah. Are you going to see more money and more orders? On Sunday, yes. Saturday, okay. Saturday depends on who playing, but this in my market is no major sports teams. No. Mm, okay, that's um, fair. So here, everybody, well, a lot of people here are for the Raiders or Stanford or the 49ers. Um, you have your sporadic people around, but in my far as like you guys watching football at normal hours, I'll be watching it at 1 30 in the morning. <laughs> so it's like your butt. Buffalo Wild Wings stay open and they be open that early. So on Sunday, yes, because football here, Sundays, the pizza joint, the chicken joints, they are packed and they're giving out money. So that's kind of what it is here, too. It's either the pizza places or Buffalo Wild Wings. And the problem is, man, is there's like 20 other drivers waiting at Buffalo Wild Wings right there with me. You know, I, I know like I, I, I pull one of those. I walk in I like, you know, poke around the corner. I'm like, Mm-mm, fuck this. Got to go. You know, but like, you, it's you not worth you, it. You know what you do? You go to the one they not at. Uh, well, I've got one. Oh, uh, I've got one. So, yeah. Um, but the uh, yeah, I mean, but even the pizza places, man, it's uh, like I, I do live in a good market for football season but the problem is it, there's not a whole ton of places that people want to order from right because you you kind of nailed it it's it's pizza or it's wings mm-hmm. so you know Sunday it's is my favorite day to work period um and i was saying it's funny because when i was in my w2 i hated working sundays it was like my dreaded day working now like i love working sundays because there's no traffic in my area you can zip in you can zip out and now with football season starting like it is all about pizza wings like all those snacks like we have a lot of mexican places so like tacos and nachos and 
oh my God, you can make a really good amount of money on Sundays once football season. And then also Monday nights are horrible in my area because a lot of restaurants are closed, but they start opening back up again because of football season. So hmm. yeah. I do I do really well on Mondays. Yeah, no. My my Mondays are yeah, Sundays are my best day without football season. So football season there you go. makes it better. So <laughs> when you how far do, uh, theoretically speaking, if you were to drive the longest possible distance one way in your market, how far are you going? Uh 180. W- miles? Miles? Yeah. One way? That, that yeah, that's the stretch of the whole island. So you go from one end of the island to the next, it's 180 miles. Does the market does one market cover that entire section? No, they're broke up into zones. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. I'm like, so wow. your so specific zone, like let, let's use that as an example. Like how far does your zone go from like end to end? Uh, Waikiki, uh, well, Honolulu goes probably 90 miles around, around, okay. a, a full circle. Okay. Around. So if you break it down, because you can't really de- um, determine the correct mileage because is you have the roads doesn't go straight. So when it, the number is because of the roads break up and you have water here, barriers mm. here, so you have to move around there. But yeah, Honolulu, it just goes like in one big old circle, but it's 90 miles around. Okay. So sorry, we're kind of kind of pressed for time here. Uh, we wanted to ask a million questions in the beginning. We do. Uh, I feel like we can do like three episodes just of this. I, I know. Right? We'll have to have them back on. So uh, let's let's jump into this this Uber article, and let's let's talk about that for a minute. So I decided to call this: Is Uber the new Task Rabbit? I just saw this for the very first time. This is very well, inventive. <laughs> okay, what do, you, what do you mean by Task Rabbit? So Task Rabbit is an app that it's not in every market. They they tend to be in um, in like major metropolitan areas where where drivers can be hired to do uh, like painting, uh, uh, like uh, like personal assistant type of work. Furniture. Put together <laughs> IKEA furniture is another one. Yeah. What? Somebody tell me about this. Yep. yep. <laughs> so this. Okay. All right. I, I got some. Wait a minute. How did you do this? What? Oh, oh, get them painting? Yes. Yeah, I'm a I'm a freaking ninja in Photoshop. <laughs> so that was yeah, that was actually completely custom. So uh quite proud of this one. Um I'll I'll have to show you the image I started with later. Uh so Uber is seemingly develop uh developing a new service called Chore that will allow people to hire drivers for various tasks beyond deliveries. Uh, the service is similar to TaskRabbit, uh, and the app will ask the customers to specify the job that they want done, how long it'll take, and what time they want the driver to arrive. Uh, the cost will de- uh, will be determined based on the time it's going to take to complete the work. So I want to I want to come back to that one because I got some thoughts on that. So this was discovered because somebody was doing some sleuthy stuff and some deep stuff and actually found code within the Uber app uh, kind of buried. So 
Uh, it's yet to be determined if this is actually going to roll out, but it seems like they are actually looking to create their own uh, TaskRabbit-like service. So right off the bat, uh, and and please in the chat, let us know as well. Uh, are you two? Would would this be something that you two would be interested in trying? Nope. No. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Uh, I mean, now if it's something like, all right. I, so on TaskRabbit, you can actually get paid to wait in line. If I'm going to get paid 25 bucks an hour to wait in line for somebody, I'm probably going to do it. But Mm-mm. you know, it's. I, there, I, don't there like, I don't like line. <laughs> I, I hear you there. I do like money, so it depends on how much money. Depends on if I like the the money more than I dislike the line. But I, you know, we're seeing gig apps getting into all different types of services, right? Like it, it started as just rideshare and delivery, and now it's like flowers and uh, uh, you know, like bakery type of stuff and uh, car parts, right? We're we're seeing them do it all. Drywall. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, oh, what, oh, yeah. yeah, like at what point are they going to have a start? Yeah, you know, I'm going to get an email if I keep going. That, 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 but that comes like that's that comes with what I tell, what I try to explain to people. Anything you do can be a business, right? Yeah. Anything you can do can be profitable, right? So they see the profitability in all these things that they're implementing when when people say um uh, uh i want you to go matter of fact i'm gonna just this this is my theory on how tony came up with doordash right his buddies and then were sitting around probably you know maybe smoking some weed and one of them was saying i'm hungry give me five bucks i'll go get it that's just my theory like so they okay. created something college students out of out of just an idea of wait a minute if i'm charging you five bucks on campus to go get it i can charge the world and that's how it all started now it may or may not be true but that's just my theory so just think think about it anything you do can be a business so they see the prop they see the profitability in this because when i first was doing doordash we had walmart right and i would go with a walmart order and the customer like they wouldn't answer the phone and when they finally come to the door and say, I didn't order DoorDash. So I would just say, look, I'm here with your Walmart order. I wouldn't even say I'm with DoorDash. I'm here with your Walmart order. And they're like, well, why is it coming up DoorDash? Because you ordered it and they dispatched it to us. So that's when they started catching on. Like, it's just not food. It's food, bed, bath and beyond when they were open, Home Depot. You want me to go get some ice? I'm going to get the ice. And they see the profitability in all of it. I actually think this is kind of smart. I know I'm going to probably go back on my words on this. I kind of think it's a little smart. So you have how many millions of drivers? Each driver probably has a talent of some sort, whether it's writing, whether it's video editing, whether it's painting, putting furniture together, you know, little carpentry stuff. Like everybody has their own talents. Why not throw it out there to anybody who does have these talents to make money for them? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I kind of feel like it's a smart, a, a smart business move if they can make a profit out of it. And also drivers, if they can make money out of it. I think that's the key is how much it's going to cost them. Sorry about that. Well, okay. the thing about it is they, um, so just say you're a carpenter, right? 
and they give you a cue. So, or like, uh, I think it's called delivered that or delivered where you can mm -hmm. schedule your orders in advance. So if you're a carpenter and they say, we got five jobs paying a hundred dollars per job and you can schedule those out, that's good for you. But I, I'm no, I'm not, no, I wouldn't do it. It's a good idea for someone with that talent, but me, I'm not, I'm not just going to do that. No. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Actually, you know what? There is a couple of apps out there for mechanics. They're they're kind of obscure and, and lesser known. Yeah. So I don't I don't know, you know, if they would generate much work, but they do exist. So um you know, but you know, like you said earlier, you can turn anything into a business. And yeah. it, it, being able to monetize yourself and your time is a skill. And it's something that mm -hmm. anybody can do. It doesn't, you know, if right. you have a hobby that you enjoy to do, you can turn that into a paycheck if you know how to market right. yourself, right? So, you know, I, I, I just wanted to throw that out there, you know, that, that really resonated with me. Um, I think we are going uh, to have to... Uh, yeah, I mean, people people get stuck in their comfort zones, right? And they get used to doing the same things and they get comfortable doing something. They're like, Hey, I, you know, I make okay money. So, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to step into this other thing I want to try, but All ultimately money talks. So Dara, make sure the money's worth these, what these drivers are going to be doing yeah. for you. That's the only thing I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I could be, you know, with the right dollar amount, I could be convinced to do, you know, a lot of things, you know, not, maybe I can not paint like the best of them for a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might not be throwing together Ikea furniture. Right. But you know, yeah. If, if you're going to pay me 50 bucks an hour, yeah, I'll go, I'll go paint your damn walls. Yeah. As I said, so, I can paint the best of them for a hundred bucks. So watch out. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump into the, the funnies. Okay. Do you want to do the video first or the video last? <laughs> Let's do the video first. All right. So quick backstory. <laughs> this, this is not gig related. This was just, it was just humorous and I feel bad for, for laughing at this, but it was one of those funny videos that we just wanted to show you. First of all, I don't know whether he's in the chat. I can't remember. Christopher Taylor, by the way, I don't know whether he's here tonight. He's the one who sent it to me. So I want to give him okay. credit for this because he sent it to me and I just died laughing. And I'm like, I have to use this in funnies, even though it's not gig related. So thank you, Christopher, for Thanks, doing man. this. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. I have to rewind. Okay. Sorry. Okay, Lady at Home that. Depot bought a plastic box to keep her hair uh, dry, presumably from the rain. Lady at Home Depot bought a plastic box to keep her hair from the rain. <laughs> Poor lady. <laughs> Down she goes. <laughs> Sorry. I really, I really shouldn't laugh, but for some reason it just uh, makes, makes it really funny. <laughs> I mean... I feel bad for her, you know, like, you know, it's inventive, right? It, it's an op, you know, she was looking for an opportunity to keep herself dry. And, you know, now she's getting laughed at by people like me on the internet. So <laughs> poor lady. Um, why don't we show the next one here, Kim? Yep. Uh, oh, not that one. We'll, we'll come back to that one next week. 
All right. I decided to title this Leave It at the Door. This is a picture of about 15 raccoons. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Keep going. <laughs> I've actually find somebody else, find somebody else to do it. <laughs> I have I've actually known. ran in. I've ran into this exact scenario. <laughs> so this no, you did. Kinda, I did. I did. There weren't that many. There was like one or there was one raccoon, but uh, he he looked hungry and pissed off. So, uh, yeah, I saw the raccoon did he, and uh, did he order. <laughs> no, so this this <laughs> the this specific community is uh it, it's got uh it's got a Bellingham address like my city, but it's kind of like way out in the sticks. It's you know a good thirty minute drive mm-hmm. just to get in there, and it's like it's nothing but heavily wooded, you know, windy, steep roads. So I pull up and uh, and I see this raccoon standing there, and he's kind of like looking at me, you know, looking all shifty and beady eyed, and uh, I'm like, man, I'm not getting out of the car. You know, because I mean, raccoons—they're going to do one of two things: they're going to run away, or they could also be really mean. So, uh, fortunately, mm-hmm. the owner was, or uh, the the homeowner was, like outside a little further back, working on the uh, the car. And so I was like, uh, "Excuse me, sir. There's a hungry-looking raccoon." And he's like, "Oh, he's back, is he?" So the guy came walking up. And fortunately, this specific raccoon took off. So I was like, "Man, I'm not." Mm-mm. I'm not getting out of the car. I'm not trying to get rabies today. Yeah, no. So, this one, <laughs> not, this one just. The only thing I can say, not happening. This one just hit close to home. I mean, I'll tell you what. If I ever ran into that situation again, I'd be on the phone with uh with the customer, like, "Hey, I need you to make some noise and scare these things away." I don't, I don't play yeah. wild animal. Mm-mm. Mm. Uh, we have another one, right? Yeah. Okay. You can read this one. <laughs> All right, so. This is a order showing uh, the the customer side of things, uh, saying that the order has been picked up and the dasher's name is Coochie Main. <laughs> it's creative. I mean, I'll give him that. But <laughs> oh Why? man, yeah. I can, like, whenever I see stuff like this, I'm like. Why? Like, what is the purpose and why? Uh, How did I they even I'm... allow that dasher to have that? Right? Never mind. Right? No, I mean, for real. It's like, <laughs> it's like if, you... I to, like, if I were to, if I were to try to. Really, this girl's name, or this cook, can you imagine if this is really their name? Do you know how much ridicule they in high school? Hmm. <laughs> Now I'm kind of curious to see if DoorDash would let me change my. <laughs> I'm curious to see if I can set mine to like ass face or something like that, you know, something just super one off and weird crazy. to see if they allow it. But I mean, we... I've seen some crazy instructions. Oh yeah, my name like. <laughs> so mm. we've got uh, one more we want to show. I think right. I think so. No, two more. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, Kim, you're going to have to explain this to me. All right. Do you so, guys watch Friends? Anybody oh, is that what that's Friends? from? You don't know. Seriously, when I put this in here, you didn't know what this Okay, <laughs> all right. So I am uh, dating a new lady, and this really beautiful lady, and she likes to watch a lot of shows and movies and stuff like that, and I don't consume much TV. 
so she's always like throwing these movie references at me and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And <laughs> yeah, she's like, Ooh, you were going to learn. So when I saw this, I, I figured it was something like that, but no, I, I had no idea what that was, which is why wow. I named it. Who TF are they? Seriously? I didn't, Kim, I didn't know. I wasn't going to text you like one o'clock in the morning, your time to find out. So, oh, that's free. And- that- yeah, friends. thank you. Ross and Rachel. People out there, a doormat that says delivery drivers are Ross and Rachel on a break, and you put the package on whether you say yes or no. <laughs> so I'm guessing one of them messed you know, around with somebody else. This, when I saw this, I didn't know what it was. Until uh, <laughs> so I just realized it was Ross and Rachel. Am I just yeah. that old? Seriously? Am I really that old? No, I didn't know because I'm like, what is she talking about? <laughs> yeah, friends. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I, Kim, if it's anything like that, like a movie reference or TV show, you're just going to have to explain it to me. Because I'm, I'm not going to know. All right. Uh, one more. Okay, cool. Uh, really quick, um, shout out to Nathaniel for sending this to me. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, this was an order he had gotten from a Jersey Mike's. So it says, uh, please be aware the Jersey Mike's annual day of giving is March 29th, 2023. Please allow additional wait time when picking up orders on this day due to increased demand uh, the restaurants will be experiencing. So I have two thoughts. Uh, I'll keep that in mind for next year. He got this order yesterday or the day before. <laughs> so they, they haven't changed their instructions since March uh, but also, uh, my my second thought with this is uh, define additional wait time. Mm-mm. Not about it. My trust mics is always really good. Like they're always ready. We don't have oh, them here. Oh, is it because I'm in Jersey? <laughs> no, I, like they do exist in Washington. We just don't have them in my market. So there's uh-huh. there's one. I know that there's one in uh, Marysville, which is like 45 minutes up the road for me. But yeah, as far as like my market, they're not here. So I've heard I've heard kind of mixed things. Oh no, mine's always right. No matter which one I go to, and I have four in my immediate area, they're always ready. They're always on time. Good to go. Walk in, walk right back out. Well, I have two, and one's always slow. The other one's always pretty quick. It depends on which one you go to. Oh, good for football Sunday. They're they're a good place for football Sunday. Hmm. Okay. I stay away from football Sunday at Jersey Mike because they the, the one on camp. Well, not the one, the one on University. I do not go there because that's where all the kid, the children, the, the college students hang out either there or um, uh, Canes, and be too busy, too many people. So I stay away. Nowhere to park. Gotcha. So, Ron, I want to thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, where can people find you? Um, well, you're on, you're on YouTube at Dash of Life Hawaii. That's my YouTube page. Uh, I'm on TikTok, uh, the Six Fig Dasher. Uh, Instagram, Dash of Life Hawaii. I also have uh, Facebook as the Six, Six Fig Dasher. Uh, I think that's about it. And you guys oh, will find that all. Face, am I, 
my regular Facebook is um, Ronald CI for Life Coleman. So that's about it. Okay. And you all can find that in the show notes about five minutes after the show ends. I'm going to go in and I got to put it all in there. So, uh, man, Boots, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for. I did forget one um, product that I have in my arsenal. Delivery. Oh, there you go. Nice. nice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because you know the, the parking people are um like uh crazy. But if anybody really want to know what boots stand for, it's it's a blessing onto others troubled situations. And that's why most people call me boots. That's awesome. Okay. Right yeah. on. Uh check them out. Hey, it's, it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, hopefully we can have you on here again. I really, I really appreciate, appreciate it. And um, I enjoy talking to you in person as well. It's always fun to talk to somebody in person and like have them on the show. So thank you so much for being here. Dep- depending on how this, because uh, I'm Gig Wars official, so depending on how the Gig Wars challenge go, it's going to be a oops, I did it again, but it's going to be more. So you pretty much might have me back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so. If you can get that reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Same time, same place next week. And uh, Uh, Boots, thank you again. Yeah. All right. Everybody, enjoy your week.